recognize real, gon' recognize real, gon' recognize real, real. Only gon' recognize still, still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. Thank you all for tuning in to the KIRP radio show, special Father's Day address. Uh, This is something that I do every year that I feel is uh, near and dear to some groups and organizations that I belong to, which are the Loving Father Society and uh, the initiative that we have taken on first, the challenge that we've taken on first, which is I love being a black father. At least that's the name of the challenge that we've taken upon ourselves to do. Uh, While we're looking for more people to be involved, and we also counsel a lot of families, a lot of individuals, uh, this job is something that I take 
10,000% serious. You know, this, 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 it's unexplainable how serious and how needed this job is. Oftentimes I hear people say, why does it have to be about a black father? Or why does it have to be a race issue? And my response to that is what it has been ever since God has given me this uh, job to do or, or this journey, this path that I feel like I was given to take. Uh, but my response to that is, as it always has been, it's not about the race issue. It's talking to those that are involved directly in the black race, uh, which are black people in large part. That does not limit the scope of services that we have. That that doesn't limit uh, us from talking to, you know, various people from various groups. That's just our first initiative because, you know, frankly, Rashad and I are both my VP of the Loving Father Society, I love being a black father, uh, we're both black men, uh, both men of color. So, uh, this Father's Day address, you know, well, let me first explain to you guys what the Loving Father Society is. The Loving Father Society is the place where we get to bring all those ethnicities, all those races, and all those people. You know, the Loving Father Society is is, is the nonprofit uh, in which all of those exist. Uh, I love being a black father. I love being a white father, Hispanic. I mean, we have them all. And the goal is to be able to talk directly to people who have been through things and see the world from the same perspective uh, that a lot of us has. Have, excuse me. And you know, for my white fathers and, and Latino fathers and, and so on and so forth, you know, the goal is the same for them as well. So what we like to do is bring everybody under the umbrella and be able to say, hey, guess what? You know, even though they may feel like you don't understand what goes on in my household because you're a different race, you know, guess what? We share the same problems. And, you know, that's the goal. That's the ultimate goal, to be able to bring all these folks together and talk about these issues and for everyone to realize that, that you know, they they go through the same issues. It's no different than the next man. So, uh, you know, that's what we set out to do. Again, you know, i got to give you guys a B.I.G. shout-out, and thank you for listening to uh, this Father's Day address on the KRP radio show. Uh, without further ado, uh, I think the focal point of this is is the topic of this is called It Takes a Village of Us Responsible Parents. In 2014 and beyond, we all know that parents around us, including our families and our friends, all have different understandings and different methods on how we raise our children. For example, in my house, we don't allow our children the joy of unlimited television and video games. And we feel like it's more important to read and be more structured and to go outside and run and play and be free and, you know, get bit by bugs and catch poison ivy and et cetera. Uh, you know, we just feel like that's how we grew up and how we grew up in general, whether our conditions were good or bad, happy or sad, rich or poor, 
being outside running and playing taught us a lot and it left us with childhood memories that we could never erase. And those memories, some of those memories are the most beneficial memories that we have. You know, when we look back, we can't compare those things that we did outside in that time that we shared to a video game that we played or a television show that we watched. You know, those are individual beautiful experiences. You know, even though in past years television was more suitable for a child to watch without monitoring or having to watch before allowing your child to actually watch it, you know, today I want you, today I want you to ask yourselves, if you do allow your child to watch endless hours of television, what's their favorite show? Have you seen it? Have you sat down and watched it with them? Or what's the benefit of them watching this television show? Is there a benefit at all? I want you to ask yourselves that. See, parents, we have to be careful because we have to be very concerned of what and whom are psychologically helping to raise our children, and we have to come to the understanding that it takes a village of us responsible parents to raise responsible children. Before we can do that, let me share what I believe God has led me to speak on this 2014 and this 2014 Father's Day address. Uh, before we can help each other, we have to cover our basics of being responsible ourselves. First, we have to get over ourselves, myself included. With my super huge ego, I feel like my wife and I are so responsible that we don't need anyone talking to our children because, you know, they're going to do what we raise them to do without hesitation. They'll always be everything we raise them to be. And they're not going to do anything outside of what we taught them in the public and private view, right? That's my ego talking. You know, that's how I feel sometimes. Well, if that were the truth, we would never fuss at our children in our own home about anything. And let me tell you this. Children are growing mentally and physically and learning at a much higher rate and faster than any computer or book or exam could possibly measure. So the belief that our kids don't need to be checked a time or two by someone who's seeing something else that is, that's, a, that's an extremely false merit. And it's dangerous, dangerous waters to wage yourself in. You know, you'll mess around and be telling yourself the same mess when police are knocking on your door looking for your little criminal because he or she was in the streets doing exactly what you and your wife allowed them to do, which is not listen to anyone else outside of your house because, let's face it, they're picking on your child. They're always wrong, right? See, it takes a village. However, before we allow ourselves to give our children to the hands of other parents, we have to also understand that this is not the years that mama and daddy grew up anymore. And taking the village has grown up itself. Just that term alone has grown up itself. You know, that term taking a village to raise your, raise your kids has taken on a, new, a total new meaning. We have to be mindful of the technology that's present at this given time. Just as people use it for negative, we have to be smart and use it for positive. And within that village it takes, we have to use it for all purposes that are going to benefit all of us and our kids. For example, we need to stop snitching. It's time to start snitching on our kids.
on our neighbor's kids, on our nieces and nephews, you know? If you want your child to be safe, today we got to quit. And, and what we have to quit doing is we have to quit turning our backs to the wrongs that they do. The wrongs that we see them do in the streets and allowing them to carry on just because ain't nobody got nothing to say to me. My mama, my daddy, my grandma, granddaddy, my papa, my grandma, you know, they're not around, so I'm going to do what I want to do and say what I want to say in public. So we got to start paying attention to these children. We got to start rebutting that when they have that kind of personality, that kind of attitude. It's bad enough that there are many parents out there who don't physically spend time with their children, and the only relationship that a lot of fathers and mothers have with their children is child support being a payer or the receiver. If that even. It's even worse that we've come to be a society where if the parent outside the house, now y'all follow me for a, for a second now, but it's even worse that if the parent out the, outside of the house ain't paying, then he ain't seeing his child or her child at all, period. See, the whole understanding of that is selfish, ignorant, and far, far outdated because our kids are being deprived of their other parents. Of their other parent, excuse me. So in other words, what we've done is we've diminished ourselves in the role of parent to become a parental pimp or madam and our child has become equivalent to a prostitute or a whore. Because, see, face it, in your words, if the father or the mother don't have the money to pay, they don't get no loving from their child. And that makes you a pimp or a madam. See, look at the situation and ask yourself, is it really different? It's not different. If you harbor your child and won't, won't allow them to see their other parent, responsible is the key word before parent, but if you try to keep your kids away from their other parent for the simple reason that they don't have a couple dollars to help support their child financially, you're no different than a, a pimp or a madam. See, it's the same thing. It takes a village of responsible parents, folks. We all have to do our parts. The ignorance that you've seen and the ignorance that you've been taught may not be the way that you should live your lives going forward. And you should be willing to do something different to get a different result. See, if your mama did the same thing and your daddy kept the child away from his child's mother and you see the results or you're the living result of what they've done and you've been deprived of having that other parent in your life, you clearly know that you need to do something different to get a different result. I challenge you all today to think outside of the box. If he doesn't come to see his child Run his ass down. Run behind him and make him see his child. 
And don't give me that, I ain't making them because if you were a couple, you run behind them and make them give you answers to why he hadn't been home or why she's not giving you any loving when you want it or are you seeing somebody on the side or why he or she be gone, why he or she's been gone all day and et cetera, et cetera. See, if you believe it's beneficial for your child to have both parents in their lives, you need to do more than your part to get the other party on a job and help out with the emotional aspect of raising your child. And I promise you, if the emotional grounds are covered, the financial grounds will ultimately be a no-brainer. How can it not? The more physical interaction that your, 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 uh, uh, your child's mother or father has with your child the more love they're going to want to show, the more love they're going to want to give, the more care they're going to have, the more they're going to think about it more. They're going to do more. They're going to want to do more. They're going to want to step up to the plate. They're going to want to be that role model. But a lot of us put the financials before the emotional and the financial before the physical. And that's not what we should be doing. But nobody's going to tell you any different because that village that we once had that would, that would help guide you the right way, not only within your household, but up the street, down the street, around the corner, up the block, you know, those people have died off. And this is a new village today. This is a new community today. This is a community where kids walk down the street and they curse each other out and they find it, they think it's a term of endearment. This is a village where people walk around and they think it's cool not to have a job. They think it's cool to sell drugs. They think it's cool to act like the, the idiots on TV who, who, who are acting shamelessly in public. This village doesn't have a voice anymore. So we got to think outside of the box and do something more substantial in being a part of the village that's going to make a difference in our child's, in our children's lives. See, with all that said, let, let's let it be known that some people aren't worthy to be chased down. Let me go back for a second. See, some, some people aren't worthy to be made Some people aren't worthy to be pulled along. Some people aren't even worthy to be given the benefit of the doubt. See, some people are so sorry and ignorant and negative that your child being in their presence is harmful alone. So, so allowing your child to be in the presence of that ignorance is like you feeding your child poison. And not getting immediate attention. See, it is poison. This poison is something that harms you immediately with no majority, you know, no majority symptoms at the beginning. This is a long-term death. You know, ignorance that some, some of these parents have is something that kills these children, that, that kills off their heart, that, that, that robs them of their pride, you know, takes their, the, the positive pride away from them. You know, they don't want to build them up. They want to knock them down. And they want to blame this on the other parent and, 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 and feed them hate. 
You know, it, this is a different kind of poison. See, when, when your significant other or, or your child's other parent has that kind of poison about themselves or carry that kind of poison in their heart and in their ways, see, they're not worthy to be carried along. They're not worthy to be given the benefit of the doubt. But when people act like that, they show you. So you have to be smart enough to understand what you see. You have, to be under, you have to be smart enough to understand what people are telling you. But you also have to know, and this is where you have to keep a balance. This is where you got to think out of the box. You, all have, you also have to know that the relationship that your child has with their other parent is far more important than how ignorant they're acting. So you have some choices to make. You have some serious Choices that you have to make. So that means that you have to carry on the conversation with that other parent before even giving them the benefit of the doubt. So again, you have to put your pride to the side because you probably got a beef with them for some reason. You guys are probably mad at each other. You probably hate each other's guts. You got to put something to the side and say, you know what? I don't like how you live your life. I don't appreciate some of the things that you say to our child. Not my child. Don't go there. Because everybody knows what it is. You have to use the correct language to be able to tap in to what you hope is a stable and responsible mind. So you have to say to these people, you don't appreciate the language and the things that they talk around around the child that you have together. Even if you're solely taking care of the child yourself, you have to use that kind of language to break through that barrier. See, something so small could be so huge. But you have to explain to them that if you want to be a part of your child's life, of our child's life, you got to do some things different. You got to be more responsible, but you can't go on a tangent of telling folks how to live their lives. See, that's just going to be another mistake. You can't go on a terror of, of, of throwing up every single thing negative in the past that they've done wrong that concerns your children or yourself. You have to remove all of that and only talk about the benefits of being responsible, of being stable, of being consistent in raising the child that you share. Folks, family, there's a huge responsibility in raising children. I'm here to tell you. I mean, on this 2014 Father's Day address, we all have to understand, or we all have to be responsible and understand that it really does take a village of responsible parents. But remember, in that village in 2014, it's taken on a, excuse me, it's taken on a new identity. And that village now doesn't mean that you get physical with someone else's child out there in the streets because they're running their mouth. See, a time ago, that was excused. But that ain't going to fly no more. 
Because our, a lot of the parents around here aren't responsible. So to a responsible parent, being told that their child, who they're raising the right way in their home, remember these are responsible parents, so to a responsible parent, when someone that carries himself as ignorant walks up to them and say, I had to check your child, he was in the street cursing, he was at the park doing this or that, he was being wrong, he was being out of place, he was being too wrong, so I had to check him. But when someone that's already ignorant walks up to a responsible parent with that kind of language, animosity ensues. Confrontation comes to the light. Now, if you add that I had to get physical with your child, I had to grab him and snatch him up to get him to act right and bring him home, somebody's going to get killed in 2014 and beyond, and even years past. See, this is not the time where our grandparents grew up. This is not the time where mom and daddy grew up and when we were kids and somebody would snatch us up and bring them home and our parents and our grandparents, they knew immediately that we were wrong, we were acting out of character because those people are just as, if not more, responsible than our parents and our, 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 our guardians. See, in 2014, that village has taken on a new meaning. We have to be able to correct them, not snatch them up, or rather than snatch them up. We have to be able to tell on them, snitch on them every time. We have to be able to lecture them above their mouths, above them mouthing off and talking back crazy to you. And we have to be able to hold them just as accountable as we would our own children. And even if we are disrespected by these children, we should be more over ourselves that we can control the anger that usually fuels us in the event and remove our feelings from the job that will turn around a culture. We have to simply be able to say every time and all the time to change what has become a standard you're wrong. You need to correct this. You need to stop that. We have to be able to say that because those things, if we start today without looking back, if we don't allow people, children, excuse me, to just carry on because we don't want that conversation, if we don't allow them because we're scared of what their parents might say, we cannot turn our backs and allow them to continue to go on negatively out in public because we are losing our children. And in large part, we're losing our children because we're not saying anything about what they're doing amongst our village. In 2014, folks, if you take nothing from this address, if you take nothing from our words, in 2014, we must be willing to reconstruct that village. We must be willing to step up to the plate. We must be willing to be the utmost respectable person in public ourselves 
so the children can look at us and take us serious. And that's the only way, the only way that we're going to change our culture. That's the only way that we're going to fix these problems. Remember, folks, God is love. In closing, love is God. And I appreciate the support that you guys always give me on the KRP radio show. I encourage the support of my nonprofit, the Loving Father Society, and our initiatives, which is I Love Being a Blank Father is called. And phase one of that is called I Love Being a Black Father. You know, we're looking for positive individuals, as I said on the top of the show, uh, to lead I Love Being a White Father in all races, nationalities, and other ethnic groups. Uh, you know, this is not about division again. This is about being direct and speaking directly to the problems that ill our society, and sometimes people perceive it better from folks that look like them. That's just the reality, folks, and you ain't got to like it, you know. Um, just to keep you guys in touch with what we have going on, we have a poker fundraiser. We actually have two poker fundraisers uh, this year. One will be in the triad and one will be in the triangle areas of North Carolina. That's the Greensboro, Winston-Salem, High Point areas. That's Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill areas. Uh, in the fall, we're going to have two art expos as well, where we're going to get some artists in there and uh, you know get some paintings in there that some people that you guys probably hadn't heard of. It's not as famous as you know some of the forefronters uh, in the art world, but you know some local talent. We're going to get them in there and put some of their paintings up, and we're going to have a good time, and you know we're going to try to do a fundraiser. But uh, if you want more information on what we have going on, uh, get info from the Facebook pages, uh, Loving Father Society, or just type in pound LFS, like Loving Father Society, and uh, just read a little. Or via the web, lovingfathersociety.com. And, uh, you know, we appreciate the love that you guys show. Uh, remember, you guys are definitely B.I.G. in my book. And since I didn't have a guest tonight, I'm just going to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there, to everybody out there. And, uh, you know, do me a favor. If, if you appreciated uh, the words that I had to share today, uh, you know, tweet it out. And, you know, you can find us on Twitter at uh, KRP Radio Show, at NC Pudgy. That's my personal. Uh, you know, again, we're on Facebook. But, you know, pound symbol, uh, 2014 uh, F. D-A, like Father's Day Address, you know, put that up there, pound 2014 FDA, and let people know to check it out, all right? So I'm out of here, one love. We'll talk to you guys next week, and I appreciate everything that you guys do. One love. I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. Biggie.